Welcome to the Gymnast Nutritionist Podcast, a free resource for gymnast parents and coaches to learn to fuel the gymnast for optimal performance and longevity in the sport. I'm your host, Christina Anderson, and I'm a pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, a former gymnast, a current nationally rated gymnastics judge, and a wife plus dog mom. I help gymnasts and their parents learn to fuel without the stress or overwhelm so that they can reach their big goals and dreams both in and out of the sport. We want to help parents take a proactive approach to nutrition, and to do so, this podcast is all about hashtag real talk, where we tackle tough subjects about nutrition, body image, and more in the sport of gymnastics. All right, let's dive in. You are listening to episode 64 of the Gymnast Nutritionist podcast. Hello and welcome back. It's Christina Anderson, your pediatric and adolescent registered dietitian, sports nutritionist, and gymnastics nutrition expert. And today I have another really, really important episode for you. There is a lot of overlap and there's a lot of confusion and all of that often results in misdiagnosing between REDS or relative energy deficiency in sport, AKA underfueling, and what's called overtraining or really specifically overtraining syndrome. And there are big arguments in the gymnastics world about, you know, training hours and how many hours a gymnast should train at a certain level and what's appropriate and what's not. There are arguments around, you know, some clubs that push, at least they're perceived to push gymnasts too hard or too fast versus others that take maybe a slower approach, but they're not as competitive. They're certainly known burnout, you know, in gymnasts across the board in both men and women's gymnastics. And, you know, essentially overtraining can turn into overtraining syndrome. And so it's important to know that there are a lot of similarities between REDS and overtraining or really overtraining syndrome. And both of them initiate from the hypothalamic pituitary origin, AKA the brain, but they also both can be influenced by low carbohydrate availability and low energy availability. So as a refresher, what is REDS? Relative energy deficiency in sport is essentially chronic underfueling, right? If your gymnast needs 3,500 calories per day and they're only consuming 1,800 calories per day, they have an energy deficit. They have what I call a recovery gap. They have what would be termed low energy availability. And if you go back to episode four, um, I talk about REDS in depth and how it affects, you know, it can affect every aspect of your health. It can affect every organ system in the body. And it certainly can negatively impact every uh, aspect of a gymnast performance. What is overtraining syndrome? You might not have heard of that term before. I mean, this is definitely a much more kind of um, exercise science, physical therapy, kind of sports performance term that is certainly used in the literature. But overtraining syndrome is basically where, you know, we've trained too hard for too long with the body unable to recover appropriately. And, you know, you can kind of think of stress as a bucket, right? Like we all have this bucket of stress and we've got, you know, physical stress, emotional stress, uh, nutritional stress, AKA underfueling or not getting the right blend of nutrients to support repair, recovery, adaptation to training. You know, we have all these things that are just constantly dripping into the bucket. And if we don't have, you know, equal amounts of rest and recovery, right? Things that are letting that water drip out of the bucket, you know, that's when your bucket can overflow. And 
you know, we know that acute fatigue caused by a single training session or a series of training sessions, like this is just part of normal training, especially at the elite level. But when recovery is inadequate, this acute fatigue eventually progresses and it manifests into a continuum of short-term performance decrements. And this can range from what's called functional overreaching to unplanned fatigue called non-functional overreaching. And then over time, you know, this persists for weeks to months, we're seeing these performance decrements and we end up with what's called overtraining syndrome. Um, You might've seen this in the headlines, but I think back in 2021, Simone Manuel, who was a very well-known elite level swimmer, um, shared that she had been diagnosed with overtraining syndrome, you know, as she was, you know, trying to peak for the Olympics. And if you remember back what happened during the Olympics um, that year, it got pushed back a year, right? Because of COVID and the pandemic, instead of the Olympics happening in 2020, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics happened in 2021. And this was disastrous for so many athletes because, you know, they're not just planning their training, you know, day to day or week to week, but they are planning their training and trying to peak at the right time, you know, usually in, in years, right. And when we think about an Olympic cycle, which is four years long, you know, there were a lot of gymnasts across the board and, you know, swimmers and just other elite level athletes that, you know, they were ready to compete in June, July of 2020. And so the fact that they had to continue to train another year, they had to kind of come off the high and tone it down for a little bit and then try to ramp things back up. You know, for a lot of them, I think even just psychologically, they probably had in their heads like, okay, I can, I can make it till 2020, right? Like I can make it to Olympics. Like this is my goal. And then to be faced with the fact that they weren't even going to get to compete and the world was shut down and then they were going to have to keep doing it for a year. I mean, I just can't imagine, but she had shared that, you know, it had been months of feeling really tired and feeling fatigued. You know, she was having trouble even like walking across the pool deck. She was struggling to kind of catch her breath and struggling with endurance and everyone kind of blew her off. Um, People, you know, weren't listening to her. Her coach wasn't listening to her and people were trying to blame that she just wasn't focused enough because, you know, she'd had some sponsorships and stuff. And so they just tried to blame like, Oh, you know, you're not performing well, or you're not feeling well, because you're just, you're not focused enough. Right. And it's like, no, she was actually having a severe medical issue. Um, she had developed overtraining syndrome. And what's interesting about her story is, you know, at least in the interviews, right. Which we only know so much, we don't really know the whole story there. Um, there's no mention of nutrition. And I think that's a real shame because, you know, the current research actually suggests that a lot of situations of overtraining syndrome may actually be misdiagnosed and are really REDS or relative energy deficiency in sport. If you are a super nerd like me, you'll definitely enjoy the paper by Trent Stellingworth and colleagues. He is a fabulous researcher and he, along with honestly, like the giants in the sports nutrition world, they published a paper in 2021 Um, in the Journal of Sports Medicine called Overtraining Syndrome and Relative Energy Deficiency in Sport, Shared Pathways, Symptoms, and Complexity. So um, it's a very um, in-depth paper. Um, It's kind of a high-level overview of what does the current literature show in terms of REDS versus overtraining and the overlap and, you know, the difficulties in honestly diagnosing either one of them because both of them are really diagnoses of exclusion. Um, But they highlight that oftentimes what we think is overtraining syndrome. And I think from a 
practical standpoint, when we want to blame the coaches, when we want to blame the training, when we want to say like, you know, the gymnast is, is just, just can't handle it. They're not recovering well enough. What's really going on is it's, it's a lack of nutrition issue. And so there is a lot of overlap between, you know, REDS or chronic low energy availability and overtraining syndrome from a performance standpoint, we'll see decreased endurance, decreased strength, speed, and power. We'll see increased injury risk and illness. We will see a decreased training adaptation. So I always kind of explain that as, you know, your gymnast is going to training, she's doing the conditioning, she's doing all the things, and yet she's not, or she, or he, you know, is not getting better, especially as anticipated. And I think that right there is really easy for parents and coaches to say, well, they just must be cheating on the assignments or they just must not be trying hard enough or they're not motivated enough anymore. And I, I don't believe that, you know, especially when you're working with um, level nine, 10 and elite level gymnasts, they would quit the sport if they didn't want to do it anymore. And it's a lot of sacrifice, a lot of sacrifice. Um, it's really their whole life, right? Like they spend more hours in the gym than anywhere else. And so um, I think it's, lazy to say like, oh, they're just unmotivated versus really um, trying to dig into the root cause and figure out what's going on, which I mean, nutrition should be at the top of the list. Um, Additionally, from kind of a decreased performance perspective, we will have inadequate, you know, glycogen storage and protein synthesis. And those two things right there are so important. So glycogen is the stored form of carbohydrate that is stored in your muscles and in your liver. And I explained this to a gymnast the other day. I said, have you ever heard of the term hitting the wall. You know, it's a term that um, runners, endurance athletes will use when they're, you know, so many hours or so many miles into their training. And all of a sudden it just feels like their body's not working, right? Like they've hit the wall, like they can't run anymore. They can't cycle anymore. Like their mind says yes. And their body says no. And that often, you know, yes, it's a combination of, of the effort and neuromuscular fatigue, but it's often underpinned by a lack of substrate, AKA the right kind of fuel source. And so when we're looking at a sport like gymnastics, which is a high intensity anaerobic sport, meaning it runs on carbohydrate, when a gymnast runs out of carbohydrate in training or in competition, they can essentially feel like they've quote hit the wall where all of a sudden, you know, they just, they can't do it right. Like they can't cast high enough. They can't block hard enough. They can't punch hard enough. Like no matter how much they want it mentally, no matter how much they try to hype themselves up, Um, the fuel, it is just not there. And when the muscles run out of carbohydrate, you know, yes, the body can use fat or protein as fuel, but both of those are very inefficient, um, fuel sources. And they take hours to be, you know, broken down and metabolized into a usable fuel source. So if you're in the middle of practice or in the middle of a competition, you're, you're essentially out of luck from a impaired protein synthesis perspective. This one is also huge because, if your gymnast is not eating enough overall, it doesn't matter how much protein they eat because the body is just going to use that protein as energy. And so, you know, a lot of people say that protein is the most important thing, the most important macronutrient, you know, they're, they're slamming the protein shakes, they're getting 30 plus grams of protein at their meals and their snacks and all the things. And yet they're still massively underfueled. And protein is honestly just a really expensive fuel source. Like once you meet your needs to support muscle protein synthesis, we really want to get nutrition from other food sources, AKA carbs and fats, um, to provide the energy that we need. And so this is something I work really hard on with my gymnasts is making sure that they're getting adequate, well-timed protein throughout the day to support, um, you know, optimal muscle protein synthesis, but also making sure at the same time that they're getting enough 
overall nutrition and calories so that their body is not burning that protein for energy instead of it going to their muscles, their ligaments, and their tendons to support repair and recovery. A big one for me, especially as a judge, is you know decreased coordination, reaction time, and judgment. Not only is that going to impact your gymnast's performance and their ability to save a skill, to stay on the beam, to you know get the dismount around or whatever, but that's also a safety concern. And that's why I always pose it to gymnasts and parents. I'm like, look, if your gymnast is not eating enough before training, if they're not fueling their workout appropriately during training, that's a safety concern, right? Gymnastics is crazy intense, especially at the upper levels, level nine, 10 college elite. Um, it's dangerous, right? There is just a lot of inherent risk with what these gymnasts are doing and we need their minds and their bodies able to fire on all cylinders. And that's only going to come from them being properly fueled in and around training from a health perspective, we will see decreased sex hormone production. So, you know, females can lose their period. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the gymnast nutritionist podcast sponsored by the balance gymnast method course. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button. So you don't miss out on any episodes. You can find any links that we mentioned in the show notes of the episode and also how you can work with us. If you're looking to learn to fuel your gymnast for optimal performance without the stress or overwhelm, feel free to email us. If you have any questions, you can reach us at support at christinaandersonrdn.com, share what's going on and we'll get back to you. Or you can learn more about our programs by going to our website, christinaandersonrdn.com slash work with us. Bye for now.